the Sober Experiment podcast by Be Sober with Alex and Lisa. Season three is sponsored by IPHM, an accreditation board for holistic therapists and training providers around the world. I'm Alex, one half of the Sober Experiment. And I'm Lisa, the other half. Morning, Lisa. Morning, Alex. And we got a lovely podcast for people this morning. Oh, I could just like, I just love Laura. She's so lovely. I just wanted to give her a big hug at the end. And the I nearly sang And halfway then. through. Tell I, I, Laura I love her. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? As soon as she said, I just love Laura, I wanted to go, tell Laura I love her. I bet people don't even know what that song is, unless they're like our age or older. Or they grew oh, up in pubs. No, they, well, yeah, if they grew up in pubs. Like, come on, we're not that old to have actually been around when that song were made. We had this conversation. Not that anybody's old if you were <laughs> around when that song was made. I just mean we are. Uh, we're not that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Seriously, we had this conversation yesterday, and I don't think we, we know how old we are. <laughs> or how old anyone else is, right? Because we keep looking at our ambassadors and thinking, oh, we're about their age and we're, we're really so No, not. they're like 10, 15 years younger than us. And we're like, yeah. And then they say stuff and I think, oh, no, that didn't happen. Oh, that was the next generation. <laughs> that was a decade later. <laughs> yeah, we were in our 20s then trying to get our shit together. <laughs> I bet think, cheeky cow. I wonder if I've said stuff like, oh, at our age, and I bet they're looking thinking, I don't think so. <laughs> you mean when you were my mum? <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, we had a phone call off somebody yesterday regarding they wanting to film a BBC daytime program, daytime program um, in Manchester. So the researcher got in contact with us. And when I was on the phone to her, she was like talking and she was like, yes, yeah, so we're looking for kind of like students, but obviously we want to hear from them. Um, um, and I was like, are you going to set older people? <laughs> and she was like, well, yeah, but I didn't know how to say it. And I was like, I'm the older person. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, you can piss off with your daytime programme. Go find some other old folk. Go and find some Gen Z people who are clearly not here in this sort of generation at all. When people say Gen Z as well, right, I had to look it up. I'll be honest with you. I had to look up what Gen Z was. Yeah, go on, tell me, because my kids said, I think I said Gen Z, and the kids were like, ha, 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 it's Gen Z. <laughs> it's just that kind of era that are in university now you know, you've got the millennials which are like yeah a, dec- a decade younger than us would laura like who's coming up be a millennial laura's a millennial yeah 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 and then oh, you saw got- so hip we are so freaking hip we've got millennials we've got gen z's and then we've got laddets like us <laughs> boom <laughs> boom shackle <laughs> <laughs> boom boom shake shake the room do you remember that oh god tick 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 boom <laughs> what a load of shit the 90s was when you think of it like that I'm not even being funny that's just awful I prefer to tell Laura I love her and on that note um, yeah on that note let's hear from her because she's wonderful she's our be sober Bolton ambassador half of here's Laura hi Laura thanks for joining us how are you Hi, I'm good, thank you. You're looking very lovely. Oh, I don't. I actually don't. I'm normally in my tracksuits and with my hair scuffed up, but we're going out to, for the afternoon with the children. It's holidays, isn't it? So 
Or oh, enjoying the time golf. off. Golf. Yeah, I feel a bit sorry for mine because they they go back next week when everything's opening. Aww, so we're yeah. a little bit, but golf's open outside golf. So we're gonna go there and we've done loads of walks and just the usual. But I've yeah, seen that you've done loads of walks. You went to Thor's Cave as well, didn't you? How good is yeah, that? It's so nice, isn't it? It was lovely. Um it was a mooch though. We're like <laughs> nearly two hours away from us. Oh bloody hell was it well like because when we got there the kids were at school. So it took like two hours to get there nearly and then two hours back. So we only kind of did the small walk. I'm hoping to go again so I can spend a bit longer there. Was it slippy and slidey? No, it weren't that bad, actually. Was it not? The day that you went, one of my friends went as well and she sent me a picture. She was like black from the mud. like, And I thought it'd be like that, but it was all right. It weren't that bad. Oh, you saw funny. someone nearly fall off a cliff, didn't you, Lisa? Oh, it was awful. Oh, no, 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 the cave, oh, my God. <laughs> and there was a guy that come out this side just as we were getting to the cave and he slipped. Oh, my heart was in my mouth. I thought he was just going to carry on and on and oh, on. And then he got up all, like, embarrassed. And said, I don't know why I'm laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, I think I'm laughing out of nerves because I think he really hurt himself. It was just awful. And then... Rob was saying to me, like, come on, are you getting in the cave? I was like, I don't think I want in there. <laughs> I was so glad that I did because it was just yeah. it was just fantastic. But isn't it good that we can do stuff like this? Now, would you have done stuff like this before, Laura? <gasps> oh my god, no, definitely not. Like I was thinking about this. I was and I was we went on our first kind of walk, be sober bulletin walk. And I was talking to one of the women and I said I was actually one of them mums that you know, like went to the park just for the picture. Like, oh, you see, come on, like I was either hungover and like absolutely dying, like have a quick Instagram picture in front, like on the park. Let's put that up. Or I was dying to just get back to the garden to have a wine. Like, so no, it's so nice to actually get out with the kids or get out with Jack and just do things, but not not kind of want to fast forward the day because that's all I like I lived by like fast forward into the night or the weekend or you know your next drink kind of thing so yeah it's so nice you don't so like true that yeah. fast forward bit that's a really good way of putting it it's like every day you're living fast forward into the evening or fast forward into the weekend when you can that is such a good way of putting it you're living in fast forward mode all the time when you're drunk except when you're hungover that's just like you feel like you're dying forever don't you yeah Yeah. even the hungover days go quick though don't they like I was thinking about this the other day like you wake up because you wake up at like five o'clock you have a pizza (laughs) get get a takeaway and go back to bed but like this lovely long bank holiday weekend that we've had like I'm coming up to three years sober now which still actually blows my freaking mind that I say that I can't believe I'm that person that did it I just can't but like a bank holiday weekend would have been so different it'd been drinking on a Friday definitely drinking on a Saturday I'd either have been too rough on a Sunday or I'd have had hair of the dog just to get through the day maybe a glass of couple of glasses of wine with my tea on a Monday then it'd be Tuesday and I'd be knackered waiting for Friday again and it's like you live in this 
shitty little cycle, don't yeah. you? It's not living, is it? It's just existing oh, yeah. in like a state of, you're just a zombie, aren't you? When you look back at it, at the time you don't feel like you are, but when you look back, you're like a bit of a zombie. You know what? Yes. Right. Um, this was with my ex, but we stayed like we'd gone out on a Saturday night, got absolutely trolled, and I had such a banging head the next day. Um, it must have been after we'd either been engaged or married because we had like loads of champagne downstairs. They were equally kept... as miserable, Laura. <laughs> yeah. It came up in the morning with a bottle of champagne. I'd said, please, 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 will you get me some like paracetamol and a glass of water? And he came up with a bottle of champagne and we lay there and just got absolutely trashed. Like I thought it Instagrammed it and everything. I'm so embarrassed about my old life. It's so disgusting. <laughs> and then like, and then got dressed about five o'clock to walk up to the bar up the road we must have looked like a right set of absolute morons that reminds me of when you and me went down for breakfast in dublin do you remember how hanging we were we was apps honestly laura we were both disgusting there was a man there there was lots of men there but there was one man oh, there the one with his bum out, out. <laughs> yeah Getting his breakfast, Nick. Getting his breakfast in his leather trousers with no bum in it. Anyway, we were disgusting and we sat with this couple. I think they were American, where they are. I just made that up. But anyway, we were sat with this couple. It was like big benches, you know, like a youth hostel type place. We had our own room and everything, but we were disgusting. We'd probably got in at about five. We got up at about eight. We were still absolutely steaming, but also starting to get the hangover. Had our breakfast, so right, we'll go and get ready. We got dressed, went downstairs, and I clearly remember the two people that we'd sat with at breakfast not even recognising us. We put that much makeup on <laughs> and I tried to do a like, oh, you two scrub up all right, don't you? And we're still hammered. The next the, straight away at 10 o'clock in the morning, we went and found a bar and had a bottle of Heineken. Do you remember, Lisa? Yeah. Oh, I just I was sick. that hundred percent. You, you definitely suggested it. I was sick in my own hands. But I'm not I'm, I've never been a like hair with a dog drinking me. I'd rather just like get through it. And it definitely would have yeah. been Lisa that said, let's have a beer to get over it. Did get over it though. I was sick in my own hand. Oh, see, I think the um, cycle level in there because I used to. It depends if you wake up still a bit drunk. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're still a bit drunk, then it's like, oh, it's a really good idea. I remember, well, I think we'd been on a night out, me and my friends, and we'd not really been to sleep, and then we started drinking. And then we're like, oh, she'll got pizza up. <laughs> so we went to pizza up in our clothes from the night before, and the guy who was serving us was like, <laughs> like good night, and I was like. I thought he just recognised us, like, seeing that we were still drinking, like, you know, for they'd been out all night. And he was like, do you not remember me? I was like, what? He was like, from last night, J2. And I was like, no, like, he was actually saw us the night before in the same clothes. And I was like, oh, but that would be like... I don't know, we just think it was funny, but now I think, ooh, you won't be on, you brush your teeth, you're out in public, like, and you, oh, just no... And imagine how much you would have stunk. Like, yeah. I don't realise the actual stench of Oh, you. my God. I was thinking about this the other night because my husband doesn't really drink at home. But he actually said to me, I didn't realise I was going sober too. Because I was <laughs> drunk in the last 10 months three times. Um, but the other night, he went and got some beers Oh, and he just stunk. I was like, you stink. Get away from me. And then in the morning, he was like, 
bit rough and I went did you have a good night did you have a good night <laughs> me like, you know? and he was like alright oh, and you've got to like stop yourself aren't you from being like you know cocky and like righteous yeah like look at me the sober one <laughs> yeah because I wouldn't mind but he's never he's always been alright he's always been the person that can have one or two and stop like so I can't have a go at him for because he doesn't have a problem but I'm still like yeah like was it worth it was it worth it and I think he's only done it once to like <laughs> oh, I see. yeah did you drink when you met him Laura yeah yeah um so when we met um I had two children so Ellis was like four months old and Bo was four no two um and that was probably when my drinking was at my worst that was when we met when we got together we I'd known him for a long time um just from like being out and stuff you know um and he did go out quite a lot and he was a he was a binge drinker but like he didn't drink at home whereas I I did um so because I was a mum and stuff, he'd just come to my house and we did drink together. Um, but he, I don't know, he's such a nice guy that I think he just didn't really want to say like, oh, you're drinking a bit too much. Because uh-huh. he is not such a nice like man. He just kind of, in a way, like not enabled it because I don't want to say like, I'm t- but he probably did things looking back that helped me. So he'd get up with the kids and and things like that, and he'd let me stay in bed, you know. Whereas some of my some of my friends, the husbands or the boyfriends, were like, "Get up, you drank, you're on over." Whereas Jack was a bit more like, "Oh yeah, it's all right." I think he felt Aww. a bit sorry for me because I was a mum on my own, and um, so. Yeah, um, you thought you were doing you a favor, really, and like because I think we see drinking as, especially as a single mom, it's kind of ingrained in us that that's our time out. It's our time when we haven't got the children or when they go to bed. So, like in his eyes, it was probably like letting you have that yeah. freedom and then letting you get over it. Oh, it's a weird yeah. one, isn't it? That because I remember, I mean, I was a single mom for quite a while as well before I met Sam, just with the two older kids. And I remember when they used to go to the dads, they used to go quite a lot out of a fortnight. They were probably there for five nights on the run. And honestly, I just, that five nights, I would have just been blackout drunk, shit-faced. Mm. At I least, yeah. at least the weekend. Of the five nights. I Did you? I, yeah. I've got photos of me planking on top of the phone box. Opposite oh, I remember we used to the main spend road. them each other because I've got one of me on my bin. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's mad, isn't it? Because I had... Um, like obviously from when I found out I was pregnant with Ellis I was quite far I was like 19 weeks pregnant wow wow. I was still like drinking a lot because Bo would go to his dad so I'd have like every other weekend or whatnot um and then when I found out I was I was just so lonely that when I did have him I would like oh god I'd be that person you know Facebook messaging are you coming for a drink anyone and I like I think, oh God, how cringy. And I was just around so many people that just weren't good for me at the time. Um and I think Jack knew that as well. So I think he kind of wanted to be like this saviour. And he did, because my drinking did from from then to like in the future, it did improve. Um, but I was just a really I just couldn't have one drink. 
I just could not do it. Like yeah. even going for a meal in the afternoon with like my fr- like my family, the second I tasted that, that were it right off. Like yeah. it's just it's mad now to think that that's was my life. Like that's all I did. What was your turning point, Laura? What was it that helped you make the decisions think, you know what, I'm just gonna cut this out completely? Um so when lockdown start started, I was drinking. That's when the drinking got quite bad because it was really hot outside. There was nothing else to do. It was night, you know, and the, the drinking went from starting at five o'clock to three o'clock to twelve o'clock. And Jack was off for like six weeks, and then he and we kind of got. I kind of got used to him being there. Um, and he was like, he'd be the sober one and I'd be pissed and he'd be looking after the kids, that kind of thing. Um, and then when he went back to work, I carried on, I carried on drinking like that. Um, and I just got into, I, got, I just got into a really bad habit with it. Um, and he left, he left me. He was like, I just can't cope. And he went, he went and lived with his friend. And even then, even then, I was just like, okay, like, I don't care. You know, I was on like getting the bottles of Prosecco. And then I just remember waking up one morning and I couldn't remember how I'd got to bed. I couldn't, the kids were up. They were like, I think they were making themselves the brown breakfast. Um, and someone knocked on my door and I was like, I, it was just hectic I like opened the door and um, it was my landlord and I was like oh my god oh my god um, and like the house was a, a tip and I was just mortified I was so embarrassed and I thought no I've, I've just got to stop this now because I think for a long time I was like no it don't affect the kids because they're in bed that was yeah. my excuse you know they're in bed they don't know but they must they must have known because I was like I weren't waking up in the morning and stuff or, or I was but I was like you know oh, I've what you want get what you want can I have chocolate yeah I have chocolate for breakfast it's fine yeah let's watch a, let's watch a film oh come on let's watch a film and I'll get some sweets and I thought I would be a really good mum by letting them eat loads of shit and watching a film when like my boys are boisterous they love being outdoors and stuff so I just think now the lifestyle that they've got now compared to what it was like just makes me think God, I never ever want to go back back to that um, you're incredibly honest incredibly honest but you know what Laura I think that is going to help so many people to see because it is you're so right it isn't just about kids are in bed let's have a drink let's enjoy ourselves it is the full impact on their lives the fact that you're sleeping off a hangover while they're just doing whatever yeah. and, and you if once you stop drinking you do start to kind of amplify that and think oh my god anything could have happened what if there'd have been a fire what if somebody had broken in you do amplify it but it all does start with that it'll be fine they're in bed it's so honest so honest what you just said I um, I suffered real like when I was hungover I wasn't just hungover I was so down so for them to see mum drunk do whatever you want you can do whatever you want. Yeah, let's have people around all the time. Yeah, sleep wherever, top and tail with whoever. And then the next day I was like, I would sometimes ring Jack and be like, please come on, I want to kill myself. 
like that time I would go from there to the you know there would be no in between and I think god they've gone from a mum who's been really really happy to a mum that's just like down here like the they just they must have been so confused with where they stood what they could do and uh you know on a like on a daily basis probably because my hangovers would last pretty much till the first day and then i'd have a drink again it's um, a bit emotional that you know laura thinking of you like that because I know. I just, honestly it's really resonated and i've got goose pimples from my head to my toes and i think it's something like alex said your honesty about it because you're not the only person that has done that. You know, I was a single mom of three children and you've just brought back memories of like, and it is, it's that you it's two regret as well. people, aren't yeah. you? Like completely different people. Oh, like you yeah. said that, do what you want and yeah, let's have that, buy this, eat shit, do that. And then the next day, it just makes me so, so freaking sad. Not only to like think of you feeling like that high and then that complete low. Mm. Because I just think you're such an amazing person. It makes me dead sad to think of you like that. But then other people like that as well. Yeah. Like maybe people who are listening now that will be like, that is me. Shit, that I is me. I see it a lot in people in people that I know now. Because um, I think, I don't know if it's an age thing, but like I'm 30 now, but drinking was always massive growing up for me. Yeah. I, I'm in that era and I like like Geordie Shore and that kind yeah. kind of drinking is what you saw, that, that binge drinking, that normal, like, and in a way we would, me and my friends would kind of, let's be around the person who drunk the most to kind of like make it normal for, for each other. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's all right because you, you did this or you did that. Like it's all right, everyone, everyone does it. Do you know when you yeah. feel bad and they're like, well, everyone does it, don't feel bad. It's all right. And, that, and that's what we used to do to each other, me and Lisa. We used to, that's how mm. we gauged our drinking. You know, we talk about this a lot. The fact that we grew up in pubs, everyone we knew were drinkers. And then us two learning to drink together and yeah. saying, oh, guess what I did last night? And me like, oh, it's fine. You were right. You were right. Or the other way around, me saying, oh my God, what did I do? And Lisa saying, don't worry, you were fine. It, it's like, it's, it is enabling in a way, isn't it? It is yeah, a yeah. enabling. And I think... For you to just be that transparent and vulnerable, then like Lisa says, it's it's really moving. It's really emotional to hear you sort of, I don't know whether there's regret there, but I certainly, as you're speaking and flashing back and thinking, God, my older two especially missed out on what my younger one now has got. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, I feel bad. I feel bad because he's got such a present mum I go to the swings and, and I'm at the swings I'm fully yeah. at the swings mm-hmm. I go for a walk and I'm in the mud you know what my others like you said I used to turn up take a quick photo right we've done that now let's go home do you know yeah you know it's so true full truth I feel so fu- I wonder if this is why it must be resonating with me so much because I just feel so awful right now like yeah. when I had my I was 19 when I had Beth and the first probably like 10 years actually I was really kind of present I'd just do a little bit of binge drinking on a, you know oh shit that coincides to when you and me met back up <laughs> well, yeah it's true actually Alex I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but it does. And then I think about like when Beth was probably at high school, Ben would have been just going into high school and Olivia's still at primary school and a good, te- a, I reckon a good 10 years of me not 
being present and yeah. letting them do, and it just yeah. makes me see it feels so awful like I look now you know like at your pictures of the weekend Laura and you'd gone up to was it Rivington with the yeah. kids and you're there in the outdoors and the and it's so lovely and you can tell that's not just a quick picture yeah. you know you look present and lovely and I see it with Which, Alex with her youngest going out now and I th- and I do feel like it's really great, isn't it? about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad now that they can see, like, you know, Olivia's 15, she can see me doing things and she's so proud and she don't go out drinking, whereas Beth at 15 definitely did because she would just yeah. do what I did. Um, and, and you wouldn't have been picking up on it the same when she no, was you wouldn't have seen because, it. Not because you'd have been... normal, me. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have even... This is a bad... Yes, it's my daughter, but I still wouldn't have been like... You know, if somebody had gone, oh, I've seen your daughter drunk in the park, a part of me would be like, well, she's 15, of course, she's going to get fucking drunk yeah. in the park. Does not everyone. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking, like, it's... You know, like, if you did... Like, I remember thinking, um, like, one of my friends, her son told her, and she's like, oh, he doesn't go out. And I'm like, what? What's wrong with him? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was why, like, yeah. I think, why tonight his friends getting pissed? Like, that's what I did. Yeah, weirdo. Nothing wrong Doesn't it with- show you, like, how society has made us as adults, like, to just accept that all these things, people falling down drunk, people injuring themselves. You know, we, we lost a, a really close friend of ours, a really close friend through alcohol. And it was just part and parcel of our life. Yeah. It, even though it was horrible and it was tragic and yeah. everybody grieved and it was horrific, it was never... It ju- it wasn't as shocking as it should have been. Like, no, yeah. and we all got absolutely. Th- this is one of uh, when you get levered at the funeral. We got absolutely levered at the funeral. We played music that associated to alcohol, yeah. like yeah. red red wine, red red wine by UB40. Oh, Natalie loved this. Like, yeah. are we actually serious? That is why she's not here anymore, and we're like getting pissed at a funeral, singing red it's raising red. a glass, going here's to Natalie. I've won in heaven. Have one in yeah. heaven. It's not, I mean, it's like, what the hell are we thinking as a society? And then we lost another friend, that? which was a good friend of Natalie's. And then when, when Chris died, through very much a similar situation, really, we was like, oh, they'll be up there now partying and celebrating. And it, it just seems so flipping abnormal to think or say that now. Like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by that. Everything is, when it comes to alcohol, everyone makes an excuse like it's okay. Like, it, or every single pregnancy I've had, people have been like, oh, just have a little one. It's yeah. all right. Like, yeah. like, you know, like, it, or just everything is just have this. You feel poorly or get a whiskey down Like it was just, an, and it's normal. It's madness. It is mad. It is, isn't it? You know, you mentioned before about like Jordy Shaw and stuff like that. But programs like that, like you said, was about. So you don't think you're ever bad. Like I remember one of my most, my most traumatizing nights was actually surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise. I was out with Alex, but we'd um, we'd gone out one night and there was an incident with a, a guy. I was single at the time with a guy who was small. I never ever went out with small people. We're in the back of a pub somewhere. 
and it actually really traumatized me like to think what I got up to behind this behind this pub. You know my instinct you want still to say you weren't that bad. They're my instincts. Yeah. So I want that no, bad. I want to say I it. Absolutely. <laughs> hated myself because it was so against everything that I but like having a bit of a it makes me like skin crawl and Alex definitely was like oh you weren't even that bad loads of people do stuff like that and it, it was it's traumatizing for me yeah. and it was then but then you watch things like Geordie Shaw who were doing actually disgusting things and then you think Oh, well, actually, I'm not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just need camera. I just need to interrupt to say, as this is recorded, there's a big part of it just froze, and we're really sorry about the sound and the picture quality there. But it, I'm pretty sure the conversation's all right overall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what our faces look well, like. I hope it froze at that bit where I just confessed. Oh, to I'm something. not watching it. Sorry, it did, it did freeze. <laughs> So, Laura, just like fast forwarding then, right? So you, you've gone through all these shitty times as a single mum and you found it difficult and you've decided to go sober. How did you do it? Like, what steps did you take to do it? I um building up to it, I had been following different people, Instagram and that kind of thing. And I, I've read a few books and I started writing down when I was hung over how I felt. Um, and like I, I said before, I would get really, really like deep into depression when I had a hangover. So it was pretty not nice things to read. Um, and then, yeah, and then just one day, like like I said, when that happened and someone turned up at my house and the kids were everywhere and that kind of thing, and I couldn't remember how I got to bed. I just thought, no, this is it. And I, I just I just stopped. Um, and I mean, it's been difficult, but I think... After, I think it was about four weeks, I was trying to find something like, I just wanted to do normal things and I could, I didn't actually find Be Sober. I messaged Irene um, because I knew Irene through a friend anyway and I'd seen that she'd stopped drinking. Um, like she'd been sober for about a year. So I said, do you know anywhere that does meetups like just for people? Like just because I wanted to just do things that didn't involve alcohol and none of my friends would. Like it just wasn't something, and I don't blame because I wouldn't either. Like if anyone ever mentioned like going for a walk, I'd be like, "Oh, we're stopping at every pub." Like it was that the thing. Like I wouldn't have done anything without alcohol if I were child free. Um, and then we ended up. She was like, "No, I don't know anywhere, but should we like should we create one? Like should we find out?" So we actually got in touch with Liam from Wise Up. Who then told us about you. So that's how like we kind of got in touch with you. So and if I would be here without be sober because I think it's like kept me like it's just made me accountable now because it's like I'm not just doing it for myself now like yeah. I'm an ambassador for be sober Bolton like so I can't let these people down I can't let Irene down and, and I can't let my children down and my family and like I've just seen my relationships like with my family just grow so much probably the most the biggest one is my mum, because she's a social worker. So that I told a lot of lies to my mum because I was so petrified and and didn't really want to tell her the truth because of her job and and because she is my mum and yeah. you just don't do you. Um, so that's probably the biggest relationship that I've seen strengthen. But then that really makes me think of like my daughter. 
and think, yeah. wow, God, if if she did the things that I didn't, like I would be heartbroken. Like so, you kind of see it though from my mum's point of view because she said every time you had a drink, I would be just so scared oh. of yeah. the outcome would be. Um, either like not coming home or anything anything could have happened because like I had really bad blackouts so yeah um yeah so I'm thankful for be sober really because I, I just the community it's just amazing isn't it we're really thankful is. for you do you know Laura, what we really are genuinely so thankful and I know Lisa has like I don't know you as well as Lisa does because of all the lounges and the drop-ins yeah. but I know she's got a proper soft spot for you as well Laura oh. you? <laughs> you really have haven't you <laughs> I have I just think it's so honest and genuine I, ju- I just love it and I think you know like when we got um it was Liam that actually mentioned about Irene and you to us and then I got got in touch with Irene and I always wanted to grow like Be Sober Manchester and the Sober Experiment and kind of bring them together anyway so as soon as like we got the phone call it was like this is it this is it this is where this is what we do if there's somebody that wants to do it local there's going to be other people so you guys were like our test really you were the inspiration to grow it they were. Yeah, it was like, right. It's so big, isn't it? It's massive. Well, like, just since you guys, it. like you guys world. were the first ones. And now you think about it, we've got somebody in, um, like we've got down London, Bristol, Birmingham, mm-hmm. not Northwich, like all these, yeah, Preston. It's just like, for, and that's because you guys came to us. So you're a massive part of it. So we'll always yeah. have a soft spot for you. Oh, <laughs> just like before we go then, Let's just have a little chat about Be Sober Bolton because you've already, I know you've had lockdown right in the middle of it, but you got off to a great start and then you're off to a great start again. You've got some fantastic, well, first of all, you've done some fantastic events. We're gutted that we never got to throw axes. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're going to try and do that one again. Definitely. Yeah, do. Yeah, Uh, so you've done some good stuff and then what have you got lined up as well? So we just had a walk um, this weekend, so that was really nice because it was uh, I didn't know anybody that came. Oh, um, brilliant. So that was really, really nice. It's just so nice, isn't it? Like, I felt <laughs> so good coming back, like, meeting people that just get it. I was just like, I was like, woo! My husband was like, all right, chill out. It's so special, though. It yeah. does put you on that high, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. If you meet somebody sober, you have got, you might not even like them, right? Mm. But you're always going to have something in common to talk about. And when you walk away, you're just like, oh, my God, they get it. It's like yeah. a secret, amazing club. And no matter what you say, nothing is like, nothing's off limits, nothing's outrageous, like no judgment, just like, it's just so nice. Um, So yeah, I went off on one then, didn't I? Um, But yes, so then we've got that, we've done that. Um, We're doing a skydive. I love that, a little walk, then a skydive. And a (laughs) skydive. Yeah, and we've got 10 people um, for the skydive. I know a few of them have chose to do it for different charities. Um, I've, I'm not doing it for a charity because I'm doing it for myself because it's on my one-year sobriety. So oh, I'm like, just doing it for me. Um, but, yeah, so we've got that. And 
we did paddle board it. We're so, we've got so many ideas. We've got the dance off as well because we're doing a fundraiser, yeah. aren't we? We're doing a fundraiser for Be Sub and Wise Up, um, which we're going to do a 24-hour dance marathon. Yeah. Um, and we're so, oh, I can't wait for that either. <laughs> Irene's like, got Irene messaging me yesterday. We always laugh because, like, you give me Irene an idea and that is it. Within half an hour, we're like, we've got the place and we know what we're doing. Like, we're both as, like, eager as each other. You're uh, amazing. You did actually do that. I'd, like, <laughs> put on and said, what do you think about doing a bit of an event? And honestly, within minutes, you were like, right, boom, boom, yeah. boom. And, and like, then you think, like, what if you put, like, oh, like, do you want to arrange a Zoom with eyes up? And we're like, oh, shit, well, we're not, like, we've already arranged. <laughs> like, I was like, we need to do not we? But, yeah, she's got, like, Bollywood dancers, um, to come for an hour, like different dancers, DJs, singers. Um, we just need a space now. So um, we need a space in Bolton then, is that where we just need yeah. now? Yeah. Right, Bolton listeners, we need a space in Bolton oh. to hold a dance marathon. <laughs> yeah, a hall or something like that. Um, and then we can get that moving forward. But we're looking at, I think, the 3rd of July we want to do it for. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, we've got, we want to do, the aim is to just kind of do things that we would just never would have done. Like, you know, just get out there, do things that one, I wouldn't have paid for because I would have been like, oh, I can't afford it, but then spent uh, much on wine. <laughs> yeah. You'd just be too hungover. You wouldn't, I'd, I wouldn't waste my weekend kind of doing stuff like that. So yeah. All ideas are welcome as well because me and I mean just go off like kind of things that we want to do. So like giving skydives, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we're coming. We're coming to watch that. We're watching, but we'll wave the flag. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely so kicking in out of that one. But I'm so excited that you're all doing it because it's going to be fucking incredible. And for your one year as well, like what better way to celebrate than like nearly killing yourself? But <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic, and I think that you know we will enjoy watching you. Yeah, I'm very grateful that you're throwing yourselves out of a plane and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not brave enough. Me, I can't. Even, I couldn't even do a bungee jump. I'll be honest with you. There had been a time, like, and I know I sound like a really old woman now, but there had been a time where I was a bit more daring. But I'm not anymore. I don't know whether it's again an age thing or mm. just a sober thing. I think I might have done too many reckless things drinking me. Yeah, probably Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking about that, just that saying goodbye to old, I don't know, like jumping out and just like feeling throwing it away. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I think moments like that can be absolutely life changing. It's just incredible. I think you're just doing amazing, Laura. You're doing amazing things for like Bolton. You're doing, you know, when you're rocking up to the Thursday lounges and the drop-in centres. Do you know, it's mad because I've not been this week because it's been like the holidays with the kids. And um, and I feel like it's weird when I don't go. I'm like, oh, I just miss everyone. 
You've just made such an impact. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the good thing about the lounges and the drop-ins. Like, you know, you don't have to attend everyone, but you know at least that they are there when you need them. And I think it's just so nice to connect with people. And we're dead lucky. If anything, this lockdown has brought us Zoom so we can connect with people from all over the world. Like Thursday, we had somebody from the Netherlands, somebody from Australia, someone from America, Dublin, Manchester. Mm. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little We really are worldwide, aren't we? It's like, while we're on membership, I just want to say that if you've not heard of our membership, please go on our website and have a little look at it, um, besoberofficial.com. Look, I missed the www. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) And go and join Be Sober and check out the membership because you get absolutely loads for your membership. And at the moment, the sign-up is still on offer until the end of April. So please have a look at it um, because we've got a lovely community. We genuinely have. And I think that anyone who comes along says they've found something special in Be Sober, just like you said, Laura. And I really think it's 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 so much down to the people we've got in it, including yeah. yourself. You're amazing. Sure. Oh, I think you. it's important to say as well with the membership because we do get asked this. We've got it asked again on Instagram. Somebody was like, why do you have to pay? So Alex, what? why, why do people have to pay? Right. Okay. We're not AA. We're not 12 step. However, we know that so many people get sober those ways and there's loads of free stuff out there. And if you can get something that suits you for free, please do it because that's what we want. We're not bothered where you do it or how you do it. Do it in a way that suits you. For us, unfortunately, even though we're a community interest company, getting funding is really, really difficult for any community interest company. So that's why we do things like fundraising and sell merchandise and sell our products. We're non-profit and every bit of money we make goes back into being able to provide support for things like counsellors, coaching if people can't afford it, and the work we do in the community, like going out to schools and rehab centres, which, by the way, we've just recently done at Leventium High School. So if... um, if anyone knows Levensium High School in Manchester, we did a full day there with our year 10s on an alcohol awareness day. And if that's not that worth doing, yeah, that's what I mean. If it's not worth doing and paying a little bit of money to help fund those things, well, I don't know what is because then hopefully those children won't be putting their children through things we have. <laughs> And you know what? It's a tenner a month. I know that can sound like a lot, but what did you actually spend on drink? Like, seriously, what would it like? I used to go at two o'clock in the morning, draw random 50 quid out and pretend that I didn't. I'd close my eyes and think that it not really happened. <laughs> and then, like, now in sober life, you're like, oh, tenner, it's too much. But realistically, it's not, is it? <laughs> it's 34p a day. And it's, honestly, a of, it's a bottle of what you would have said were good wine, which yeah. is just poison anyway. Yeah, it's cheaper than it's cheaper than tap water. Yeah, but it's I'm like you know when you tap water. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? Because I am I I do it all the time. Like, do you know when you go to Primark and you're like paying fifteen quid for that top, but you go to Zara and pay thirty. Yeah, like, I do it all the time. <laughs> It's mad. Even on food shops, you know, you'll look at stuff, you know, like say a pizza, and you'll mm. think, £3.50, piss off, I'm not paying. <laughs> and then you get a takeaway for 30 odd quid for everyone. <laughs> it's true. It's nothing. I used to true. just spend a fortune, like, hungover on the food, the food yeah. the next day. 
would probably on a hangover would probably be half of my full food shop <laughs> yeah I, yeah it's so true god I'm so glad we don't have to do things like oh, that me yeah. too me too god oh. Ooh, it gives me the creeps but <laughs> anyway thank you Laura for coming on because you've been amazing oh, thank, thank you for your having me it's been lovely talking oh, no. to you I it feel feels like, like a, a therapy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is it is so thanks again and um, yeah enjoy Be Sober Bolton if anyone's listening where can they find you Laura on Instagram Be Sober Bolton uh, I am so is it just at Be Sober Bolton yeah yeah it is yeah yeah, and if you can, yeah. we'll put the links on um, on this podcast anyway. But honestly, thank you, Laura. It was just so lovely to Girl, speak. Thank you for having me. And um, have an awesome day out with the kids. A real one, not just I, I want to see photos, though. I know. Well, I'll put photos on. <laughs> see you thank later. You. Bye. See ya.